and welcome to another episode of HL Pensions Pod. I'm Duncan Buchanan, a partner at Hogan Lovells in the pension team. And um, today we're going to be talking about the annual allowance. I'm joined by my colleague Amal. Amal, do you want to introduce yourself? Thanks, Duncan. My name is Amal Chalas-Gankar and I'm an associate in the Hogan Lovells pensions team. Um, I have three years of experience of advising clients on a wide variety of pensions issues and I particularly enjoy pensions tax. <laughs> there are very few people that can say they enjoy pensions tax, Emil. Um, we know from the budget that there are significant easements on the annual allowance and indeed the lifetime allowance is changing significantly. But we're here on the 6th of April 2023, which is the start of this new regime. But members of pension schemes will still have to deal with the annual allowance under the old rules, at least for the last two tax years, and they will be filing their tax returns and things. So it it gets um, we still this topic is still pretty, um, pretty popular and people will still have questions about the the annual allowance and indeed following the budget. But let's start at the beginning, if we may, Emma. What is is the annual allowance charge? So the annual allowance tax charge, in very broad terms, is effectively an income tax charge, which applies if your pension savings across all of your pension schemes in any one tax year exceed the annual allowance in force from time to time. So it's a cap on what you can earn or save in your pension. Yes, the very simple reason being that up to that amount, you obtain tax relief on the contributions or pension savings that you make. So it's a limit on how much tax relief you can have. So for the tax year just ended, 6th of April 2022 to the 5th of April 23, the annual allowance was £40,000. You know, you've just mentioned that as a result of the spring budget, the annual allowance will be going up to £60,000, but we're working today on the basis of the £40,000 figure. And it's been £40,000 for a few years previous, hasn't it? It, it has. It's been £40,000 from the 2014-2015 tax year, so quite a while now. Because when, when I was younger and it was first introduced, the, the annual allowance was significantly higher. It's £215,000. And, and indeed, I think it didn't used to apply in the final year. So in the year you retired, but that's historical. Let's, yes. let's talk. Let's go back to the forty thousand pounds. Yes. So we've got a annual allowance. We've got an annual allowance of forty thousand pounds. But it's important to note that for some high earners, there is an element of tapering. So very broadly, if a person's income, including their pension savings in that year, exceeds two hundred forty thousand pounds, then their annual allowance will be tapered down. And the reduction will be 50p for every one pound that their income is over 240,000. And it can taper to a minimum of 4,000 pounds, which will apply if somebody has an income plus pension savings of 312,000 pounds for the year or more. So your your ability to save or earn pension uh, is significantly restricted if you are a uh, higher earner. That's right. Yeah. Okay, so um, there are two types of pension scheme. Obviously, there's money purchase or defined contribution and then defined benefit. And particularly here, we're talking about final salary schemes. Those schemes that still um, have active members tend mainly to be in the public sector. Now, with, with a defined contribution, 
your annual allowance is based on how much you actually have paid in or how much your employer has paid in. So it's relatively easy for you to, to ensure that the level of contribution doesn't take you over the annual allowance and you don't trigger these tax charges. But with defined benefit, how, how easy is it for someone to monitor where they're, where they're, um, whether they're going to exceed the annual allowance? It's not as easy as it is for a defined contribution scheme, Duncan, but there is a rule of thumb by which you can work this out, and we can probably add some nuance to it for those who want to work it out more accurately. So the rule of thumb is that when you're checking um, whether a DB pension, or the increase in the DB pension rather, exceeds the annual allowance, what you do is you multiply every pound of the DB pension per annum by 16. That's the valuation factor set out in the legislation. So very broadly, if your DB pension has gone up by more than £2,500 per annum in the last tax year, there is then a risk that you've exceeded the £40,000 annual allowance. Okay, but, so so two thousand five hundred times sixteen is forty thousand pounds. Yeah, but it's not quite that simple. So let's introduce a little bit of nuance here. So firstly, you're able to take inflation into account. The reason being, if you're comparing your current pension to your pension one year back, your pension one year back would be worth a bit more with inflation. So what you actually need to do is take your pension per annum at the start of the tax year and increase that in line with inflation. That's your opening figure. For this purpose, the inflation that you use is not just any inflation. It's CPI for September in the previous tax year. So in other words, if we're looking at the 2022-23 tax year. The one that's just finished yesterday. Just finished, just finished yep. yesterday, yeah we would use September 2021 CPI, which was 3.1%. And CPI is consumer price inflation. It's consumer price index, yeah, that's right. So once you've got your start of tax year pension and you've increased it in line with inflation, you then check your end of tax year pension per annum. You look at the difference between the two and you multiply that by 16. So if you had a pension of £1,000 at the end of a year, um, at, at the end of the, the previous year, tax year 21-22, yeah. your starting value would be £1,000 times 3.1%, which yeah. is £1,031, if my maths, simple maths is correct. Okay, so you, you've got your starting value, yeah. 1031 You've got I can see you're getting your calculator out. I am indeed. <laughs> so let's assume that you've done pretty well over this year. Maybe you've gotten a big salary increase. And by the end of the year, your pension has gone up to £1,300 per annum. Okay. So what you do is you take the difference between 1300 and 1031 That's the start and end figures. That is £269. And you multiply that by 16, which gives you 4,304, which is your annual allowance used up by that DB Four, pension. 4,000 or 41? 4,304. We've only got a small increase. Yes, that's true. Yeah, we've only got a £269 increase. But that's a that's a good example of how, how you do it with simple yeah. maths. Exactly. Any actuaries, please uh, stop listening now. <laughs> 
Um, so, you know, if you're somebody like the example we've just looked at, the result is lower than £40,000 and you're not affected by tapering, then you don't really have an issue in terms of the annual allowance. If you're tapered, then you need to compare that against your tapered annual allowance. So take the example of a very, very high earner. Maybe this person earns over £312,000 per annum. That figure that we've just arrived at, 4304 would be higher than the minimum tapered annual allowance of £4,000. So £304 of annual allowance. Yeah. So excess. Exactly. Or And how is that taxed? So... Um, well, before we talk about how that's taxed, um, there's one more nuance that I think we need to interject into this, which is carry forward. So if you go above the annual allowance in one tax year, there is a possibility to carry forward any annual allowance that you didn't use up from the previous three tax years. And you need to work this out to make sure that you do have some unused annual allowance. The simplest way in which this can be done is sometimes your pension scheme will send you a statement called a pension saving statement, which tells you how much of your annual allowance you've used up this year and how much you have unused from the previous three tax years. Typically, they would do this if you have exceeded the annual allowance, but you can also ask your scheme for a statement and they should provide it to you. Finally, if you really want to do some back of the napkin math, you can work it out using the method that we've just talked about. If you establish that you have unused annual allowance from the previous three tax years, then you can use that, you can carry it forward to the current tax year to reduce or eliminate altogether the amount by which your savings exceed the annual allowance in the current tax year. So in our example of a person who's gone over the annual allowance, the tapered annual allowance by 300 pounds, if, they're, if they have some annual allowance unused from the previous years, they could reduce that to zero. Okay, but let's assume that yeah. they don't, and they, even after um, applying carry carry back uh, or carry forward, they um, they have exceeded the forty thousand pounds. What happens then? So at that point, an obligation is triggered for a person to report this to HMRC. And the way to do that is via a self-assessment tax return. For a lot of people who exceed the annual allowance, they will be high earners in the first place or high enough that they need to fill out a self-assessment tax return. But interestingly, if somebody doesn't fill out a self-assessment tax return, HMRC's expectation is that they should now fill out a self-assessment tax return by virtue of having exceeded the annual allowance. So I've been doing some digging, Duncan, on what that form looks like. Okay. And... Uh, in addition to the standard self-assessment form, there are some pages for additional information. That's what you need to look for. And under the heading pension savings tax charges, a member needs to fill in two things. Firstly, the amount by which they have exceeded the annual allowance, taking into account any carry forward. And second, the resulting annual allowance charge. So that was a bit of a surprise to me because it relies on an individual to work out what their charge is. Yeah. In many cases, scheme may have told the person what the charge is, so they may not need to work it out. But if not, the individual would be expected to enter an estimate. And once they obtain correct information from their scheme, they would need to amend their self-assessment. Okay. And um, presumably the scheme will also 
tell HMRC that you... The scheme does also have reporting obligations to HMRC. That's right. So they find out one way or another. They do find out one way or another. Um, and the deadline for you to tell HMRC as an individual is the 31st of January in the following tax year. So for the tax year just gone, 22-23, the deadline would be the 31st of January, 2024. Okay, and and you've exceeded your annual allowance. There's no carry back. You've filled in your self-assessment tax return. And let's say you've exceeded it by £10,000. Yeah. How is that subject to tax? Right, million dollar question. So how do you actually calculate the charge? So to calculate the charge, you take the amount by which you've exceeded the annual allowance and carry forward, and you add that on top of your income. And it is treated as falling within your highest income tax band and taxed at that marginal rate of taxation, which also means, frankly, it can push you into a higher tax band. So if a person, just as a basic example, has only £40,000 of income and is a basic rate taxpayer, and they've gone over the annual allowance by £20,000, the first roughly 10000 continues to fall within their basic rate and is taxed at 20%, while the remainder falls within the higher rate and is taxed at 40%. So what, we, what we're saying is that 20% of £10,000, that's £2,000, yeah. plus 40% of the other £10,000, so £6,000 tax bill, Yeah. And and members are being asked to you, you have to send a check to HMRC out of your hard earned pay. That that's one option. You can pay the amount directly to HMRC. Um, and as you say, you know, the problem with this is that a person has pension savings that they can't access until age 55 or incoming years, age 57, but they're being expected to fund this tax charge now up front, which is quite a big burden in some cases. So alternatively, what you can ask your pension scheme to do is to pay the tax charge for you. That's called scheme pays. There are a couple of conditions for an individual to be able to access scheme pays. The first is that the person has to have exceeded the annual allowance, ignoring any tapering, in that particular pension scheme. So if you've got two pension schemes, you can't choose between them. It has to be the specific one in which you exceeded the £40,000 annual allowance. And the second condition is that the amount of the tax charge that you've become liable to is more than £2,000. You've got to tell your scheme by 31st of July in the following tax year. So again, looking at the tax year just gone, we'd be talking about the 31st of July 2024. And on the year of tax year before, so that's 21-22, People will have been filing their returns by 31st of January this year. Yeah. But they still have an opportunity before the 31st of July this year to require their schemes to uh, apply um, to pay the tax charge on their behalf. That's exactly right, Duncan. So if a person has had an annual allowance tax charge in the previous tax year, 21-22, then there is still an opportunity to elect the scheme pays. In terms of how scheme pays works, um, the upfront mechanic is quite simple. The pension scheme pays the tax charge. The £6,000 in my example. Yeah, HMRC, HMRC receives that £6,000 directly from the pension scheme. And that's where it gets very slightly complicated because in return, the pension scheme makes an adjustment to the person's benefits. 
The basic requirement is that this adjustment needs to be just and reasonable. There's quite a lot of flexibility other than that. So for example, if you've got a DC pension scheme that the annual allowance charge is being paid out of, what the scheme might very well do is simply take that £6,000 out of your DC pot and pay it over. But if you've got a DB pension scheme, things are a bit trickier. Typically, what might happen is the adjustment will be made to your pension at the point of retirement, not when the tax charge is paid. And the scheme will calculate an actuarial reduction to your pension once it's put into payment that is designed to recover the £6,000 over the length of your lifetime. In some cases, they may also apply a reduction to your spouse's pension once you die. But the point is that it's designed actuarially to recover the, the £6,000 that yeah. they paid in 2023 or 2024. Plus potentially interest, Plus interest up to the date you retire. Okay. Yeah. So it, it seems that an attractive option for someone, instead of having to write a check today, you're effectively borrowing the money from your pension scheme and, and repay it over your lifetime of retirement. Absolutely. And it does make life significantly easier if you have a significant LTA, uh, annual allowance charge rather than, say, a hundred or two hundred pound charge. So it's quite e it's a much easier way to do that. OK, we've seen all the headlines about doctors leaving the NHS because of uh, the uh, annual allowance charge is, is one, one reason. They, they get hit with large tax bills and, and uh, choose, choose um, to, to opt out and leave, leave the NHS. Just explain how that can happen in practice. Can we do a worked example? Yeah. So let's say, Duncan, that we've got um, a person with 25 years of pensionable service in a defined benefit scheme, and they build up pension at the rate of 1 60th of their final salary for each year of pensionable service. Now, that isn't quite how the NHS pension schemes operate, but they're quite complicated, so let's go for simplicity here. So if this person receives a generous pay rise this year, and it means that their pension at the end of the 22-23 tax year is £5,000 per annum higher than it was at the start of the tax year. What you would do is take that £5,000 difference, again, for the sake of simplicity, ignore inflation at the start of the year. You take that £5,000 per annum increase in DB pension and you multiply it by 16, which gives you £80,000. That is £40,000 over the previous year's annual allowance. So the next step for the member would be to then look at their unused annual allowance from the previous three tax years to see whether or not they can carry forward anything. And when they do that, they ask their pension scheme to give them that information and they discover that they've got £10,000 of unused annual allowance from their previous three tax years. That still means that £30,000 over the annual allowance and they've run out of any carry forwards. So they now need to pay tax on that 30,000 pounds. In this example, we're going to assume that all of the 30,000 pounds is taxed at 40% higher rate tax, which results in a tax charge of 12,000 pounds. Which on my simple maths, if you've got 25 years in a 60th scheme, 
you need about a £12,000 pay rise to to trigger that that annual allowance charge. Yeah. And you've been you pay tax at 40% on that £12,000 pay rise. But then the tax man asks you for the £12,000 back, even so you you're you're net out of pocket. That that's right, Duncan. You are out of pocket pocket. So once you've reported this to HMRC, your your first option is to pay up that twelve thousand pounds, which really means you'd be dipping into your savings. Um, not a very appealing option. But what you could do is you could ask your pension scheme to pay for it via scheme pays. Um, which in this instance, if I had a client asking me what should I do, I would very much be telling them to operate scheme pays. Um, and if they did that pension scheme pays the £12,000 over to HMRC. When the person gets to retirement, they probably see a reduction to their pension designed to recover the £12,000, but at least they're paying the tax at a time when they're actually receiving the benefit. Very wise. Thank you very much, Amal. Uh, that completes uh, our HL pension podcast on annual allowance. Um, and um, we will be having further podcasts in, in the near future. So look out 